0: Hello, FPL managers, and I'm going to miss being able to say this during the next game weeks, or not game weeks, during the next weeks, because the season is over. Welcome to the FPL Optimized podcast. This is episode number 48, and yes, this will be the final one of the season. I'm looking forward to recording this one, though, as we received a lot of great input and we'll definitely use that to go through uh, during this episode today. As you know, this is the podcast in which we combine analytics with the good old iTest. I am Bas, the casual manager, and my co-host, is Top, the data scientist. Data or grass or data and grass? That's the question. It's exciting to finish our first full season of the podcast, it has been quite a long season, and at times, it wasn't always easy to keep the weekly frequency. For example, when one of us was on holidays, which seemed to happen mostly for me. I <laughs> didn't have so many holidays. Sir, something <laughs> to improve on next year. Holidays yes, are important. definitely. <laughs> but overall, it certainly was fun. And today, we want to reflect on the season. Before we do that, I think we should start again as we usually do with our game week review. So up, how was game week 38 for you and what was your final OR? The final game week,
1: I think it was okay. I finished with 58 points and around 1.4 million game week rank. And my final overall rank was uh, 61,691. So I finished inside 100k which I was trying to do in the last few weeks. I my aim at the beginning of the season was 40k, so I got very close but uh, I fell okay. short. And I was only 6 points away uh, to win the work mini league, <laughs> yeah. SAS mini league. Um if if Salah could have scored a goal or maybe got an assist uh I could have finished first. But I mean um our number one Bert is not at SAS, so I, I kinda of feel like I
0: still want to work the work oh, midnight, yeah. but I will let <laughs> you <laughs> <That's> decide. <true. laughs> it's an ex colleague who's still in the league. Yeah, we should kick him out actually.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you are listening, we are yeah. coming for you, Karl. And yeah, I mean that was my final game week. I I, I watched the Liverpool game. I tried to track the scores, but I, I, I enjoy game week today. I mean, all the ga- games oh, yeah. are being played at the same time so that yeah. everything changes so often that you, you are not even able to pay attention to what's happening. Yeah. How was your game week?
0: Yeah, well, first of all, congratulations with your score. I think it's Mm -hmm. a very respectable OR. I think you can be happy with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, I had a terrible game week, to be honest. Uh, The worst of the season. I took a minus four hit to bring in Ezra and Madison, which I thought Madison, yeah, we talked about it last week. Leicester had to win. I was betting on Madison. Uh, I brought him in for Grealish and Anthony, so I think, you know, I transferred out the right players, but you know, the ones that I brought in, they didn't do anything. I ended up with only 26 points and a game week rank of 9.7 million. So that was really bad, but believe it or not, I had one of my best weekends ever (laughs) as I (laughs) I was with my son at a football tournament in Germany. His team won the first place best out of 20 teams. Wow. So, yeah, that was really, yeah, that was really great. That's it, great. It was, great. It, was a, it was a good level there. There were 20 teams, different countries, and uh, yeah, his team really played well. And also, yeah, I was the person who organized the trip. Um, we had more than 60 kids with us, uh, four football teams from our club. So as you can imagine, I was quite busy watching everything there, and I just kind of didn't have time to think about FPL. <laughs> so wow. FPL was in this weekend, uh, you know, not even my second priority, maybe just a third or the fourth. So it's a bit strange to say, because, you know, I spent so much time on the game during the season. So yeah, I should be more upset about it. But uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, real life took over and uh, mm-hmm. it, it felt quite good. <laughs> But it's also a reminder that how big of an impact a bad game week can have. Because this, in this one, I dropped rank of uh, 100k. So uh, my, uh, my final game week rank or my final OR was 261k. So that was quite far from my objective. I wanted to be within the 100k. Definitely didn't manage it. So that's something uh, I still need to try to do next season. Uh, so, yeah, nevertheless, um, for next season, you know, I still, of course, want to do better. And one way to do it is to learn from this year's mistakes. Um, so, yeah, for today, we posted three questions on Twitter, which Sir Tob and I will be answering also for ourselves. But we will also look at some of the answers we received so we can cover as many different learnings as possible. And, um Yeah. Maybe, Sir Tal, do you want to uh, mention which three questions we asked? Yeah, sure. And
1: before that, uh, Bas actually showed me the photos of his uh, kid playing in the games. And when he first mentioned, I thought it was just you know a regular tournament, but it looked pretty serious. I mean, they had the yeah. jerseys and the stands for the celebrations, and also right. your son scored a goal in the semi-final
0: yeah yeah thanks for mentioning it (laughs) so you should get
1: extra points for that right oh
0: yeah thank you yeah
1: yeah so the three questions we came up with at to you know review our seasons were first thing is one thing that worked well for you this season the second is one thing that was a mistake the third one is something you want to try next season
0: yeah indeed so yeah, let's start with our own reviews and let's just uh, do one question at a time. Um, so yeah, up, what was something that worked well for you? You
1: know, when you came up with these questions, I actually thought quite a bit on this first question because it feels like nothing worked well for me this season. Like Even though you might argue that my overall rank is not that bad, but... So I mean for the second question for example I have tons of answers but for the first yeah. one I don't really know sometimes I got lucky with the captaincy picks I mean I as you know I am always going for the analytics pick for yeah. the either captaincy or for the transfers and some of them worked well obviously but yeah I okay I I really don't have anything that worked well for me in general. I mean I'm okay. I'm using the analytical approach, I'm checking the data, I'm trying to, yeah. you know, do the right thing based on a mathematical point of view. Yeah. If it works well, it works well. But it yeah. it certainly felt like I didn't do anything um remarkable this season, I should okay. say that. So I just, you know, followed the data, played the game. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it it Felt more hollow this year.
0: Okay. It's maybe also because you set the expectations for yourself quite high after last year's um, high OR. Maybe,
1: maybe. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning of the season, we had a recording with uh, uh, Kurdof or of, of Uncertainty podcast uh, yeah. hosts, and yeah. Jamie mentioned that maybe the game is not, you know, deep enough for us to try things that are you know better in mathematics mathematical terms. So we already know how to play the game from a mathematical point of view, but the game is so random. So that I don't feel like there is there was an opportunity for me to grow. I mean most of the people who answered the questions, I checked answers a little bit, they you know they want to try something next they want to try something different next season. So they came up with yeah. all these ideas like... Oh, maybe I should take more hits. Or maybe I should take less hits. Or yeah. maybe I should play my own game. I should choose my own captain instead of checking the data. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, from <laughs> my point of view... Like, I I did everything right. But I, I didn't yeah. get lucky. So one yeah. thing that worked well in general... I mean, if 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 I need to answer this question, yeah. honestly... I think um, talking with people worked really well. I mean, taking their opinions into account or even just, you know, talking with them about their teams, not even my team. uh, I think it helped me to look at FPL more of a cause for, you know, socialization rather than a game. Because I I can get quite competitive when I'm playing a game. So I... I tried to look at FPL as a reason to, you know, talk with other people that I couldn't have connected otherwise. So from that perspective, that worked well, I I can say.
0: All right, good. Yeah, and I think it's also about maybe accepting the big role of of luck and variance, right? I mean, it can be very frustrating, but it's something we need to accept. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, also, you know, if it was just a mathematical game, then uh, it would probably be quite too easy for people like you to play it
1: we always mention that the edge is moving towards the predicting how many minutes that players will play and yeah. so i feel like th- that's also kind of the problem because fpl is very asymmetrical in the sense that you don't have access to information there are people yeah. who kind of gets these kind of team leaks in advance yeah. that they know yeah. who, which players will be playing i mean in yeah. your case for example you got 26 points in the last game week and yeah. minus four, it's just 22 points and you moved. No, through, like, I didn't num-
0: did include that already. Yeah? So it was 26 with, uh, when that was the net score.
1: I, I think your net is 22, but it's okay.
0: <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, now uh, I'm even more upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't be upset. Like what I'm trying okay. to say is, I mean, you were, Number three in the work mini league, and then you moved to, I don't know, like seven. And you just didn't pay attention at the last game week, yeah. the latest leagues about Holland not yeah. playing. I mean, you could have mm. easily, you know, transferred Holland uh, out yeah. for Kane, which many people yeah. did, and you could yeah. have gotten a much better finish. I mean, so for example, that actually bothers me a little bit. Because then you need to be always online, you need to be always waiting for these kind of like leagues, you need uh. to be... And also the managers, when they talk in the press conferences, they always say like things like, Yeah, it's touch and go, we don't know, maybe he will play, maybe he won't. And at the end of the day, you don't know if the player will play or not. So, the game requires you to be aware of what's going on all the time and if yeah. you don't like even if you miss one game week it could be disastrous so from that perspective too i mean it's yeah <laughs> i have lots of rants today i'm sorry
0: okay no no yeah but you're right i mean that that is that is frustrating i was looking indeed at the at the lineups and i saw that or actually, I didn't look at the lineups because I only looked at the final scores and I saw that, yeah, Haaland, 0, Kane, a lot. <laughs> yeah, <well. laughs> so I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> I missed something. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, as I said, yeah, if, if this was a normal weekend where I, I was paying attention, indeed, I would have been upset. In this case, I said, for, yeah, for the reasons I mentioned, uh, it didn't bother me. But But you're right. I mean, this one made a big difference. But you know, also in general the the choices we make right i, I went from medicine and as a i mean if I went for a saka uh, again, I would have been different um, so it's yeah, sometimes again sure. also just yeah hindsight, and I think some yeah. people also commented on that a lot us you know a lot of we get a lot, often upset about you know things that we know now, but we, we couldn't have known that before, sure,
1: so do you want to answer the first question yeah or do you want okay.
0: No, no, yeah, well, I'll answer that one too. I think uh, for me, one thing that I, I, that worked well is that I managed to enjoy most of the season, which which I found important to focus on. As in the end, yeah, as, as you also said, this is a game we play, you know, it's a game. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we play to enjoy. Uh, but but I didn't enjoy it so much at the start of the season, to be honest. And I think it's because I, I, yeah, we spent so much time pre-season. You know, we started our podcast and... I took it quite seriously spent a lot of time on it and then i had quite a bad start uh, and i think also because we were doing the podcast i felt a bit of pressure to 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 have a good score because otherwise you know people would say why is this guy making a podcast away with such bad score but in the end i'm the casual manager so that's always easy to use as an excuse <laughs> but uh no so I, I didn't enjoy the start of the season so much but but then i thought you know that's not right Let, let's go back to really interesting try and enjoy it and uh yeah during the season that that worked better so yeah that's definitely something i want to keep doing because you know it's easy to get upset about it if Mm -hmm. if the game doesn't work uh you know it can can have an impact on your weekend and i really want to avoid that Um, but yeah and, and from from a game point of view i think i did succeed in taking less hits but then, at the same time, I'm not always sure that's a good thing per definition, because sometimes, yeah, the hits can also work out well. But yeah, let, let's just say that I think I improved on my mid and long term planning mm-hmm. in the game, so I wasn't forced to take hits. So I, th- I think that's an improvement. Yeah, I agree. also I think thanks to the to the podcast and you know looking mm-hmm. at all the data and, and the upcoming fixtures and, and, and talking about, you know, what, what's coming ahead in, in, in the fixture planning that helped me to improve. So yeah, for me, for me, a few things that, that worked. All right, well, let's go to the second question then. And you said you had a lot of answers there. So let's see uh, if we can keep it a bit short. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, third up, what is something that you consider as a mistake?
1: Lots of mistakes. Uh, I think the first mistake that everyone can point out easily is going against the ownership, like the popular captaincy picks. So when I say this, I can already feel that some of the you know analytical managers will be upset about it because you know going against the ownership is not the you know worst idea because if it fails for the you know bigger chunk of the the audience or the managers then you yeah. can have a pretty good jump over them and then have a good season but i think some of the captain's picks i had i mean picking salah against Holland in many cases it yeah. just destroyed my you yeah. know, rank i mean i'm not even yeah. talking about that particular game week because you know particular game week green and red arrows they don't matter what matters is you know your total and how much how many points you have collected against the field yeah and some of those game weeks i mean the the worst thing happened like salah blank and haland got i uh, god knows how many points so yeah. in in such game weeks you're kind of ruining your season you know slowly yeah. and yeah. i think that was Kind of a mistake in the sense that it made me less interested in the game. I mean, we Mm -hmm. had the podcast and we were just, you know, recording and I was trying to, you know, stay to the, stay true to the optimal as much as I can. But it felt like I already made a mistake at the beginning of the season and the whole season I was trying to fix it in a way and then i did it towards the end again i like i kept salah in in a game week that every no one else did and then i didn't get Mm. (laughs) enough points uh so it was quite a struggle i hate captaincy i hate triple captainship too um Mm. and not being able to pick the right captain was pretty bad and if Mm -hmm. i play next season uh, so this kind of the answer to the third question too, but I I will try to see, you know, how many people are captaining which player. I mean, Holland essentially broke FPL for us, and mm. if again in next season it could be someone else, but if if mm. everyone is leaning towards a captain, that like almost everyone is captaining someone. Mm. I will think twice about going against it. Like okay. even if the you know projection model says that, oh no, that player is terrible. But, you yeah. know I don't care because like once you miss the train, then yeah. it is just not much fun to keep playing. Okay. So yeah. that's you know my answer to both. You know what was a mistake and what I will try next okay. season.
0: And and how would you do that? Uh, seeing who people are captaining. So you mean by looking at some Twitter polls or things like that?
1: Yeah, probably. Twitter Paul's uh, fantasy football card mm. has a poll in their website, and we we also have a poll in our Discord channel okay. uh, for the captaincy. Yeah. Every game week, we we try to post it, and yeah. yeah, I think you can roughly estimate what the ownership percentage will be. I mean, it yeah. is it's a, it's a pretty rough estimate but i mean it is enough to make a decision off of it
0: okay good
1: and what was a mistake for you and what are you trying next season
0: yeah well for me definitely a mistake was not owning halang at the start of the season and not just that but also just being stubborn and and sticking too long with that decision Mm And maybe if you remember the start of the season, there was quite a big debate between Kane and Haaland. And yeah. you know, there was some argument on Haaland uh, having a higher injury risk and Pep taking a careful approach. And you know Haaland uh, would be rotated a lot. So we we had that in mind, which in the end didn't turn out to be true. Uh, Haaland played all the games and he, he scored yeah. quite some metrics tricks and I didn't own him. So... Yeah, to your point, also for me, you know, the, the start of the season just just didn't work at all. I think it took me until game week seven to to bring in Haaland. And yeah, as I said, I think I got trapped in a bit of a kind of bias or, you know, kind of got stuck in my, my thinking. Or you don't want to admit that you made a mistake. Maybe that's it. So yeah, my, my first game weeks were frustrating, even though I remember I did still score quite some points, so I thought I was doing well, but if I look back at it now, in between game week two and game week seven, I each week, I each week I had a game week rank of around 4 million. So, you know, that was really bad. So <laughs> so the, the first game weeks, even though maybe some other players were scoring points, I was just missing all the Haaland points, which, which just yeah uh, created a big gap for just the rest of the field. So I think for me, next season, yeah, I I think I want to look a bit more at the ownership at the start of the season to just make sure that, you know, I have most popular picks in my team. It sounds a bit boring, but I just don't want to miss that train, as you Mm -hmm. also said. You know, just at least make sure that you have a good start, and then from there you can try to build. Um, So... Yeah, I think that that's the main thing. Um, and I think also, you know, I think we can bet on some of the reliable players, right? We have Kane, Salah, KDB, Rashford, uh, also certainly Haaland now. So I think we can count on those guys, right? We, we shouldn't bet against them. And of course, we can add a few differentials. But, but yeah, I think you need to get the balance right. Uh, make sure you have the key, the key players. Well, yeah. For the rest, uh, I don't think there is much else I want to try next season. Uh, my, my chip strategies work quite well this season. As I said, I also I think improved with my long term planning. Uh, it's just really trying to get a better start, but then at the same time, I guess that's what we all want. So <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not so easy. But maybe we can increase the the chance of it by just going a bit safer. All right. That was an interesting start already. Thanks for sharing your perspective, Sir Top. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we covered the questions from our side. But we did uh, get quite a lot of feedback on Twitter. So thanks for that. Really great. Also, I saw some uh, um, yeah quite well-known managers who also reflected on their season using these questions. So uh, we'll, we'll take a few here in, in, the, in the podcast. The rest of it you can find, find on Twitter and on, on Surtop's account. So let's start with the first one from uh, Andy Martin, also known as uh, FBL tactician on Twitter. And he said uh, on number one, so something that worked for him is that he went against Haaland captaincy for the last 10 weeks of the season, <laughs> which indeed, uh, yeah, I guess a lot of us, we just didn't dare to do it. But um, yeah, it could have paid off. Um, as apparently, that, that was the case for Andy something he says that was a mistake uh he said in game week 21 and 22 he uh he took some of the wrong uh decisions which derailed his restart basically benching benching and captaining the wrong players but yeah that's i guess something we can say now in hindsight and something for next season he's considering to improve on is uh, to work more with uh, Analytics FC rather than against it. So that's an interesting one. We, we It seems that you found a new friend. Uh, so <laughs>
1: <top>. <laughs> yeah, looks like it. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, actually, because mm-hmm. Andy is a very opinionated person and yeah. his picks are often the discussion topic. So... I mean, I'm, I'm just curious what he means by working with analytics FC rather than
0: against. So, yeah. let's see. Uh, let's see. All right. Thanks, Andy. So, Sertov, maybe you want to look at another one? Sure. The FBL Kiwi
1: is our uh, Kiwi of our analytics circle mentioned okay. that yeah. properly, evaluating <clears throat> properly evaluating moving early to catch price changes worked well for him. Um. Interesting because I don't know, I, I, I kind of hate price changes. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, properly evaluating, I think that there's something going on behind that.
0: Um, yeah, it is an interesting one because I think in some of the other uh, comments, we will see that some people are saying, you know, wh- what they think worked is that they didn't worry about transfers during the week, they only worried about it at the end. But to Kiwi's point, I also look at these price prediction uh, tools, mm-hmm. and indeed, I mean it, it can make a difference, right? If you're thinking anyway about taking a certain player, if you can catch him before the the price increase, at, at the, you know it, it will help your your team value. And maybe towards at the end of the season, it doesn't matter so much anymore. But more towards or at the, at the first half of the season is where you can still build some team value with this. But yeah, yeah, to your point, I think it does take them more time. It basically means you need to be invested the whole week into it.
1: Yeah, I think with the price changes, this kind of the secret is just making sure or knowing that when you will sell that player, if not now, or when you will buy that player, if not now. So that the difference between those two game weeks is what you are you know, going with less budget in a way. So that, yeah. you know, in the early season, uh, we talked about this actually, people were asking about us, uh, people were asking us about it, uh, you know, how what's the expected value impact of catching a price change or maybe missing. So there is some kind of a calculation you can try. I think Kiwi yeah. tried something similar here that he's referring to, but yeah. Okay. All right a mistake he says not giving myself more time to react to leaks and he says well it was certainly an fbl mistake maybe not a life mistake <laughs> we talked yeah. about it with with you just now so yeah. i don't know like again uh, price changes team leaks and captains is just my my problems <laughs> with this game because, right. again, if you are waiting for the leaks, you can't really focus on anything that's going in your life. I mean, no, you that's need, true. It forces you to wait until the last few minutes, which is pretty
0: annoying. Yeah. So are you uh, a fan of changing the deadline? I think some people are saying it should be aligned to the first kick kickoff time, so at least we all have the same information.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm not... But sure maybe hmm.
1: I, mean, I don't know if it will work well or not uh,
0: no because even then right yeah it will still mean that you kind of invest yeah you need to kind of invest more time because you need to be there
1: <laughs> yeah i think also time zones are making it you know, a little bit tricky stuff. yeah maybe yeah. it will be better for me but it will be worse for someone else if yeah. it is the, you know at, at midnight and kiwi's last answer uh, about You know what he wants to try next season is using a solver and I mean Kiwi is a person who does um, Projections, I mean at least he was doing last season, but I'm not sure if he will keep doing it Uh and he's also using analytics as much as you know many of those top analytical managers So using a solver, I mean, that sounds exciting to me, but I hope he (laughs) enjoys it. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks, Kiwi. Um, Yeah, and the following one I was really happy to see in our uh, tweets overview. It's from FPL Obsessed Matt. And the reason why I was happy is because I read his book at the start of the season. Yeah, Uh, you did.
1: I remember it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I remember my holidays in Greece. I was reading his book. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, let's see how Matt uh, is reviewing his season. He says that something that worked is that he played less safe at the end of the season. He went for Wilson and Kane captaincy. So that paid off. And indeed, I think that's also something where I made a mistake. I remember when March got got injured and I had to look at the different options and I went quite safe. I went for Mitoma. Because I was thinking wow you know he's so highly owned and uh, I don't want to ga- go against him but that probably would have been the moment to go for another pick but again it's 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 hindsight, hindsight but yeah, yeah <laughs> <that's pretty strong. laughs> maybe we Sometimes. should make the you
1: know podcast name you know
0: hindsight podcast yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we could. Uh, He said something that he uh, got wrong was the timings and selections of the Arsenal assets. Yeah, that was quite a difficult one because they had some quite good options. I remember, you know, that that one point in the season that everybody was recommending to sell Martinelli and then it turned out that he was actually the the best one to keep. Um, So that was definitely, I think, a tough one, Arsenal this season. And something he wants to try next year, he says, owning at least two and possibly three differentials at any given time. So I guess he, that means that he didn't or he had less differentials hmm. and he wants to yeah. have a few more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All I right. Think I think differentials, yeah. Differentials might be a good idea in the sense that, you know, you can perhaps enjoy the game a little bit more it will certainly increase the intensity of the emotions if you have yeah. more differential players but it might also yeah. go wrong
0: yeah well it goes back a bit to what we covered at the beginning right especially at the start of the season uh, yeah you, you you can try to be smart and go for differentials and you think that you're smarter than the rest and that's how you can beat the the field but there's a big risk because you know if your differentials don't, don't perform then you're kind of your, your season is over so yeah. Again, but yeah, everybody will have different learnings. But but for me, is I will definitely try to go a bit safer at the start of the season. But even this this sounds like quite a safe option, right? Two and three differentials. It means that uh, eight to nine of your players are not differentials. So you go quite safe with most players, and then you try to add two or three differentials, which sounds to me like quite a smart plan. Yeah. yeah. All right. So top. Okay mm-hmm
1: the next one is from hebo uh, underscore fpl hebo is a good friend and his answers are the first one not wasting energy thinking about transfers very early in the week so this is right. you know quite funny because yeah. uh kiwi was saying that it yeah. worked well for him but hebo says maybe not wasting enough not wasting yeah. energy thinking about transfers um, yeah i mean it does cost energy yeah definitely yeah yeah. And the second one, the mistake is lack of scenario planning around an early season league led to me captaining Canceler for minus four points. I panicked. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah. And the the thing he wants to try next season is taking on some more risk. My approach was very safe. Yeah. Uh, for example, Isaac over Wilson Helen captaincy in double game week 37. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, might be hindsight talking here too. I mean people think their, their approach was very safe, so it was kind of bad, you know, picking Isaac over Wilson. But mm. if the reverse thing has happened, if Wilson had mm. a you know blank and Isaac got twenty four points, people oh, yeah. might be saying that, Oh, I'm glad I joined the people who are going for isaac and i i I followed it so i think based on what our you know bad experiences were this season we are trying to make some decisions for next season but i'm not sure if it would work you know in general
0: no i agree but on this one though i think looking back at it i think we, we could kind of feel it coming right people were talking about wilson wilson was scoring goals yeah, you even mentioned though that Isaac I did look better in the weeks before. I think everybody had a bit that feeling. Like, okay, you know, Wilson could be the goal scorer, but even though, even though we we still went for Isaac. So
1: yeah, I think the problem with Wilson that we did we weren't really sure about his minutes. No. I remember mm-hmm. you saying that if yeah. he plays, he's plays in a more central and forward position, yeah. so that he's yeah. more likely to get goals. But yeah. then yeah, we went with Isaac, thinking that yeah. his minutes are more you know, safe and maybe true.
0: Yeah, okay, thanks, Hibo. Uh, here's another one from FBL Chase, who I think is also one of your friends, isn't he? Yes, that's correct. <laughs> well, we have a lot of friends today, that's great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he says something that worked is talking FBL in a lot of detail with people whose opinions I value. I think it's very similar to what you said uh, earlier on as well, Sir Top, that you enjoy just talking about the game and that you're meeting new people uh, thanks to the game Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. something that was a mistake not being lucky in the final game weeks of the season it's a difficult one to change you know don't don't be too hard on yourself chase (laughs) and yeah something he's considering for next season is not playing yeah we talked Um, about that one before as well SuraTop.
1: top yeah well, we talk with chase a little bit on this and i am also considering not playing because i'm not really sure if it is is worth playing in a sense that if fpl feels like an addiction sometimes that uh. it can kind of ruin your weekend i mean uh. sometimes yeah i lose track of uh you know time to like how much i how much time i spend on playing fpl not playing is certainly an option I'm considering too, and if I play, I made the decision that I won't be playing by myself. I mean, FPL feels like a single player game that you against the whole world, that you are, you know, competing with everyone, which I don't know if I really enjoy. And I, I enjoy talking with people even more, so that if I play, I will try to. I don't know if people will like this or not, but I will try to copy or uh, do the same moves with some other people so that we can play the game cooperatively. So I haven't decided for sure, but that's
0: what I'm considering. Yeah, and it's funny. I think I I mentioned that in one of the, the, the first podcasts. Like a few years ago, I was listening, I think it was to the FBL general, and he was talking about mental health in this game. And, you know, I was quite new to the game and I was like, man, what, th- what is he what talking about? I just, <laughs> don't get upset. But I uh, know, you know, now you, you, and a lot of us are quite involved in the game. And yeah, it can affect you, as you said, it's a bit an addiction. Um, you know, you, 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 you think about it during the weekend, you follow the scores. Um, you you watch the games and then if it's not working of course you you get disappointed so that's definitely uh, a downside and as I mentioned for me it was affecting me at the start of the season I think I got better at it during the season but I can definitely understand what you're saying so I guess we have some listeners now as well who are thinking like man what are these guys talking about but uh, you know be careful (laughs) it's a (laughs) thing yeah
1: it is a thing too
0: All right, well, we have a few more. So I think we'll cover those maybe a little bit faster because otherwise Mm -hmm. maybe this podcast is getting too long. But definitely, again, thanks everyone for submitting these uh, inputs. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So, maybe you want to look at the one from Jan?
1: Yeah, Jan was a guest in our podcast too. So, And he finished, I don't, I'm not sure, but pretty good. 200 something? Uh, Oh, really? let Let me check. Okay. I think his final rank was 234. Wow. And his answers are, first one, believing in Danny Ward at his lowest. You know, whenever people okay. were selling him, yeah. he, he actually yeah. bought him the Madman, And yeah. the second one is being too cautious with Haaland's expected minutes for too long. I think this was also a mistake that we all did. We we thought Haaland will get plenty of rest at the beginning of the season based wow. on the comments. But wow. he played quite a lot. And yeah. the third one is make Newcastle triple defense great again. And people were yeah. kind of surprised at Jan for having triple uh defender triple defense from uh like Newcastle or like yeah. in general. People don't yeah. like
0: it. So no. yeah, I'm looking forward okay. to it. Yeah, well done Jan. Okay, I'll cover one by FPL Fran. Thanks, Fran. Um, So something that worked, she says, taking the time to adjust X minutes in a robust way. So, wow, I think Fran is quite uh, involved into the analytic side of it, uh, adjusting the expected minutes, but it seemed that it it paid off Uh, something that was a mistake. She says, uh, sacrificing some of the EV to increase risk way too early on in the season it probably relates to what I was talking about earlier as well. Um, you know, try to go safe, stay close to the field, especially at the start of the season. And uh, something that she wants to try next season is to be around each deadline for leagues. So I don't lose out. Yeah, again, something we, we covered earlier. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it can help your uh, results if you are... are uh, deciding just to be around and, and check twitter but yeah yeah. It can yeah be a bit stressful as well because you need mm-hmm. to follow it you need to be on time uh the servers can uh, can break as we know so uh, yeah it's it's a bit of a risk
1: <laughs> yep and the next one from you can person is a regular uh, contributor to our pod uh thanks yeah. again for sending the question and also questions throughout the season, I should say. Uh, you yeah. can person's first answer is building my budget over first half of the season by making very late free transfers. Hmm. And the second one, the mistake is don't remember any immediate post deadline regrets. Hindsight often has too big of an impact in assessment of what are mistakes. Yeah. I agree. And yes. the third one is classic Liverpool combo of Salah, Alexander-Arnold and additional defenders to try for next season.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's a bit what I mentioned. Put some trust in uh, some of the, the known names. Even though this season you know, we remember the start of Liverpool if you st- if you stuck to Trent too long, which some people did. They started with Trent and, and Robo and they held on too long. But yeah. Okay, well, let's take one last one. This one came in from my buddy, Will, who won one of our mini leagues. So congrats, Will, well played. Uh, Something that he did this season that that worked, he says he made less transfers and uh, less knee jerk reactions after a blank. Uh, He used the logic of fixtures and form. So indeed, you know, sometimes when we have a blank, we think we need to make changes. But what Will is saying that you should keep fading your team. Something that was a mistake was uh that he, he betted on the city defense and tried to predict who starts, which, as we know, is really difficult to do and something that he will try next season is to include a few more differentials, and he wants to start using xg all right, well, good luck. I'll try to catch you though next year in in the mini league. <laughs> So yeah big thanks to everyone it was really great to cover all those um yeah uh, feedback that we received as we can see different people have different learnings but i think it's definitely something we can take out of all of it Mm -hmm. um as i said there were even more so go over to certops twitter page and and take a look um let's end this final podcast of the season with a question that i think is a good one but it can also be a a frustrating one because (laughs) as we said we spend a lot of time on this game you know we constantly make transfers we make other changes to our teams while often it can also be best to just do nothing and something we can take a look at now is how the best just do nothing team or also known as set and forget team looks like and how it would have performed this season uh, and th- thanks, Arthur, for sending in that question. And mm-hmm. yeah, Sir Top, did you manage to take a look at that?
1: Yeah, I generated the best set-on-forget team. And when I say best, there could be a better one. I'm not sure if it is optimal uh, because I'm using a linear optimization solver, so it, I can only you know, come so far. So I need more computational power to make sure that this is absolutely the best but I know that there there are some variations that you can improve by changing certain players but they don't make too much sense so this is the team that makes quite a bit of sense if you think about it and uh, we have Raya in the goal, uh, Saliba, Trippier, me in defense. Odegaard, Martinelli, Salah, Rashford in midfield. Tony, right. Holland, and Kane in forward. And Holland is a permanent captain and Kane is the permanent vice captain. And in right. bench we have Guaita, Ramsey, Minks and, and Konza. And yeah. this team would have collected 2,681 points. And it means right. you could have finished with an overall rank of 347. Uh, oh, with nice. 0.5 in the bank so I mean yeah. if you include just a triple captainship or you know right. probably a bench boost somewhere you could have probably got a much better score but again wow. I mean I generated set and forgetting before just to show that you know when we talk about hindsight like how about this yeah. like this is kind of like the extreme version of it so it doesn't yeah. make too much sense sometimes but anyway so well, even Again, though if you look
0: at it, a lot of the names make a lot of sense, right? You, you could think it yeah, does. It does certainly. This is something I could have come up with at the start of the season. But.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, people are trying to, you know, drive any conclusions from it that I am a little bit skeptical, always. Right. And <sighs> I also checked uh, a team where you don't make any transfers. Like imagine that you don't know that you can transfer players out and t- transfer players in. So you start with the team, you just rotate the team, you know, rotate your bench and rotate your captain. No. Um, with the team of Sa in the goal and Castagne, Tripia, Shar, and Me and Minks as defenders, Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, March, Rashford as your Car- midfielders, and Holland, Wilson, and Kane as your forwards, and also De Gea as the bench goalkeeper in this case. If you just had this team and if you just rotate the team as I mentioned you could have collected let me see you could have collected 3,105 points wow. so it is 329 more points than the first rank in the game so that wow. not doing any transfers just you know having this team could have uh, given you the title <laughs> again, extreme hindsight again but yeah. but I'm this team like
0: the castagne in there to be honest
1: because lesser had a pretty bad season i think he had some good uh outcomes certain yeah. certain game weeks okay.
0: and how does this then differ with the previous team
1: the previous team is set on forget you just set the team and then you forget about it so holland is always the captain kane is always the vice captain and the oh, bench okay. is always the same but in this case yeah. you change the bench You change uh, the captain, but uh, you don't do any transfers.
0: Okay. Wow, that's interesting. You know, someone like Castania stayed a bit under the radar, and and that actually should have been uh, one that we should have considered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, and what I also thought was interesting, I saw Raya in the Sad and Forget team, and I was just reading earlier today that Brentford bought a new goalkeeper. It's actually a Dutch goalkeeper, Mark Flecken. He's coming over from Freiburg. So I was wondering, you know, why that is. Raya had a good season. But now I was reading that apparently Raya only has one year left on the contract. He doesn't want to extend. So I guess he will probably be sold by Brentford, and they already bought a new one. So that's something to keep an eye on. Let's see where Raya will go yeah okay well that was it then my friends thank you for recording 40 epi- 48 episodes so far um anything you still want to add
1: i would like to thank you very much for all this effort you always prepared our scripts and you brought the content together uh, every week and especially with the baby i was quite busy some weeks and you were able to pull it off so I, I want to thank you for for all the effort.
0: Oh, that's very nice. Well thank you too. I mean uh, don't underestimate all the work you did, especially on Twitter, answering all the questions. I think we had a really nice teamwork for people to to know, you know, a bit uh peek behind the scenes. I mm-hmm. think I uh, was doing doing most of the pre-work on Twitter. I was then uh, making, uh, let's say, the the script in terms of uh, the order of the podcast. And then Surtop was also doing the the post-production. So we divided the tasks uh, very nicely. And uh, yeah, I also thank you, uh, especially for covering when I was on holidays, which happened a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I think, yeah, we just had a really good teamwork and uh, I enjoyed it. So yeah, all right, people, this was FPL Optimized podcast episode number 48, and this also was it for this season. Thanks for listening. We still need to make some plans for the break. If anyone has good ideas or suggestions, let us know. And otherwise, we'll likely be back a few weeks before the start of the season. But as Surtab already hinted at it, uh, we still need to decide a bit uh, if and how we'll continue. In any case, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you will get notified whenever we publish a new episode and do follow us on Twitter. For Surtop, it's at Bilal, And for me, it's at Belfi BB. Let's definitely stay in touch. Thanks everyone for your support and appreciation during the season. Enjoy your summer vacations. And, you know, we would be happy to stay in touch in any case. Bye-bye.